Hello, once again, it's me, it's me, it's me. It's also not me, because Craig's here. Okay. <laughs> Hiya. And we're also, we've got someone else who's probably been on around the boards once and then complained that we never got him back on, so we've got him on this now. Hi, Mitchie. Good evening. Welcome, welcome. How are you doing today? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Yeah, good, because we've got plenty of things to talk about, um, because this is Pit Beer 101, and you've got three things to tell us that you want to put in Pit Beer 101. Uh, for the people that maybe have forgot what is in the Pit Beer 101, because we have as well, so far we've got race bibs, we've got badly prepared tracks, we've got the celebration of controversial figures, we've got bad stage bad stage owners like gaming international and we've also got um the other one Forty prepared tracks nope it was the other one from jj oh uh team building averages averages that was it I always figured yeah, that one yeah. um anyway Mitchie, um Hello. i don't know if we did this on the podcast when you're on but tell us a little bit about yourself and what your involvements are in speedway and who you support and such and stuff please uh yeah so i first went to speedway roughly around 2008 um i am an edinburgh fan um speedway has been something that's been involved in um my sort of extended family for um for years um and yeah it's it's, um i don't know really what else to say um i try and get involved it maybe don't get two meetings as often as I um, maybe would like to nowadays. Um, but yeah, um, I try and get as much as possible. That's that's good. I I didn't know you started in two thousand eight. We are very much starting in the very similar time. Um, yeah, my, so well, my 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 first meeting was the um, the Sky Match at Armadale when Workington came a calling. Oh, don't tell me what the score was because it was probably quite bad. Um, or in your terms, yeah. quite good. Uh, no, I th- I think it was about fifty nine thirty one. So, oh, that is quite bad. Um, a, a good bit in it. Mm. Was that the one where Ty Wolfman called someone a little girl? He did. He called um, Matthew Weathers a little girl. Um, the footage is on EMTV. Um, I watched it a couple of weeks ago when we had a discussion about it, and um, Weathers does fall particularly easy, but you know. That's speedway sometimes. What can you do? Anyway, we're going to get back to Pit B101. What is your first nomination? Please tell us. So my first nomination is one that is widely debated. Um, I'm quite surprised it hasn't been on already. Um, Considering the two guests that you've had so far have been elite league club supporters or premiership supporters um for the latter day um so my first um entry um or attempted entry um would be set race nights um now i do see the idea sort of behind them and i can understand the reasoning behind them as well um but i think a lot of the time they are a bit more of a challenge and a bit more of a a hindrance um to the sport itself um mainly because obviously if a club wants, so take obviously Craig's Craig's example of pool. Um, if they wanted to back up into the uh, into the league, they would be forced to to change night, which again is probably the reason that they consider coming down in the first place. So, 
what they don't want to do is they don't want to be in a situation of having to then change again um, because they're being forced to if they want to move up. Yeah, I I think that that issue specifically with like you know Pool and I think Sheffield as well because I think in the Championship they used to ride on the Thursdays or the Prem- uh, Premier League as it was called. And now they've moved up and I think they're, they're back on Thursdays but they're racing something else. It, it does cause an issue for the like the long term fans who you know it's part of their routine. It's you know they've been doing it for the last ten twenty years and then it was around twenty sixteen I think they brought in the set race nights or something like that so. Yeah, it was um, it was a bit of a fifty-fifty split of the good and the bad, and I personally think um, I think the race nights work, but there is certain clubs that it's fallen against, and um, but I think in world speedway it makes it a lot easier for the riders to um, you know, avoid fixture clashes and such. In in a way, yeah. As as I say, I completely see the the sort of the logic behind them as well because you've got. You've now got so riders can plan. They can be in this country one day, this country one day, this country one yeah. day, and it has enticed a lot more. Um, maybe not as many as we would have expected at the time, but it has brought a lot of riders who maybe wouldn't have joined the the British leagues without that. Um, it's, it's maybe enticed a few more over, but I, I think as I say, it's, at the same time, I think I, I think it's a hindrance. Uh, it, it's been a good thing long term, but it's a hindrance whilst you're trying to sort of arrange meetings and especially with the weather that we have in the uk um mm. i know obviously edinburgh race nights being a friday night the number of times that we've had to then run a saturday um mainly because obviously that many championship teams have friday night as a race night um it kind of makes guests and things a lot trickier to, to manage as well but that's another thing that's a whole different ballgame Mm, we've uh, we've covered guests before, and <laughs> it was it was certainly some debate. Um, Craig, I think you've probably got a, a slightly more opinion on this because uh, working to run on a Saturday and it's not usually a problem unless we try to get people from Poland. So, uh, what's your thoughts in it with pool and the Premiership and Championship? Yeah, I mean, the, so I, I tend to with all of these things that tend to be said, I, I try and make some notes about it just to make me sound really clever, if that's possible. But um. You know, the first thing I wrote down for set race nights, obviously being a pool fan, and we've sort of been Wednesday nights for as, as long as I can remember, apart from obviously your Good Fridays or any rain offs. But um, that sort of tradition for me, like, you know, like the family, you know, we, we know that Wednesday nights and, you know, from March to whenever the season finally ends, whether that is, you know, November. And, well, I was going to say September, October, November, December. January. Um, you know, well, yeah, well, Happy New Year. No, but, um, you know, whether. We know that Wednesday nights, you know, there's no chance to get me to do anything around the house because, you know, I'm off to Speedway. So um, when Paul were deciding whether to drop down to the championship or stay in the premiership, um, you know, the the idea of it was battered about to the fans. Fans were very much sort of keen on keeping the Wednesday nights because I think the turnouts on a Thursday night when they had done previously was not particularly good. So that's part of the reason... I mean, there were a lot of reasons, but that was part of the reason why Paul, Paul went down. So, um, yeah, for me, you know, you check out sort of other things like stadium availability, rider availability, I know you've already touched on. And I guess having set race nights in the top league, you know, helps things like the TV deal, you know, makes it easy to sort of plan what they're sort of showing. Um, so, yeah, for that, I, I quite like set race nights. I'm, I'm sort of torn because I can see, like, why they're good. And, you know, because it, it helps have a schedule with other leagues and riders and the same thing but 
there is a tradition to it as well, and I'm I'm quite torn. I don't really know. So if if you want to keep them, I think we we keep them. We tell Mitchy to bugger off and start again on number two. I I, I yeah I I'm sorry, Mitchy. I'm I'm gonna say no to that. You're gonna you you say you need to bugger off and start again on number two. That's, so that's, that's absolutely fine. Bah. Next one, um, we, we're going to go to a question now. That was a bit quick. We've only done about five minutes of, of actually recording. So um, please, if you would like to string this out a little bit, go go for it. <laughs> um, your your one to watch for twenty twenty four. This can be riders, rider, team or teams. We're not too fussy. Just give us some some people or places. Um, so I have sort of jotted, jotted down um, one British um, rider and one international rider um, that I am very much looking forward to see coming to Armadale um, in the, the, the Premier League um, or just watching around the country if, if I do sort of attend any other meetings at any point. Um, so the international rider... Um, Kane will be very happy to know is Andy Boas. Yeah. Um, because again, I think he's going to be one of the going to be one of the probably probably up up there as probably the best sort of newcomer um, into the um, into the league next season. Um, I think this the style that he has will very much suit work suit Workington um, as a track at home. Um, he he might be one of those that that just never catches Armadale, which m- many many other riders are, are are in that same boat. But um, I think he'll still give it a good go, um, and I do think he's a very um, a, a very good talent that um, will will probably sort of up, up his average this season. Um, Bloody hope so. The second, um, the second rider, um, so British rider that I am most looking forward to, um, sort of seeing, um, this season is Jordan Jenkins. Um, I, I really like his style as well. Um, I, I know last season he, um, he sort of kicked on and he was doing, he was scoring consistently well for Oxford, and uh, I think obviously the, um, I think this season he will be no different. Um, I think he'll do um, the exact same this season and potentially be looking at um, sort of sort of looking at moving on even further this season as well and, and potentially going for um, so going for up, up put maybe a half a point a point on his average. Yeah, I, I think Jordan Jenkins is one of them and he's really come on after I think I want to say it was 20 20- it's twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one. He was at um, Red Car when he sort of made his first appearance in the championship. I'm going to have a quick look if I can. I'm not sure if I can. I can. Bear, bear with yeah, me. So it it would be twenty twenty one. Oh no, no twenty nineteen. He started with Birmingham. I've told a fib, a big fib. It was only two meetings, but you know. Um. Yeah, I think was it not? Was he not sort of first season Red Car, sort of the COVID season? Um, yeah, yeah. He had he had originally signed for them. So he started on a 3.7 at the end of the year. Then he bumped that up to a 4.84. And last year he's done it again to a 5.98, even getting above a 4 in the Premiership. So he's he's one of them. He's on the way up. He's he's still a rising star, isn't he? Or have I made that up? 
Uh, I believe so. Well, if he is, uh, I think I, he could yeah. be the number one rising star potentially. Would be certainly nice to see, and I'm sure the Oxford fans will be hoping for another big season from him as well. He's 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 a young up and comer, and fingers crossed his career keeps going the one way it is, which is up. I know, speaking as a pool fan, like the last couple of times I've watched him, you know, I've gone, cool, you know, I wouldn't mind having him in my team, like you know, in a couple of seasons' time. So things are definitely going the right way for him, and you know, I I look forward to uh, you know to seeing him develop over the next few years, you know, for like the rest of his career, and just hope he doesn't do too well at Wimbledon Road. <laughs> Unless he signs for you, then he can do what he wants. That would be if they were in Scum and Crossbones, mate, I support him. No worries. <laughs> Um, anyway, back to uh, your second nomination, which we told you to book off and start again with. Uh, who, what is your next one? What are you going to try and make it one and one instead of zero and two? Uh, so my second um, attempt is going to be um, so the, the admission prices um, for Speedway, um, specifically how high they are in terms of the um, in terms of the, the sort of the, the, the product that's on offer. Um, I know for um, for Edinburgh especially, a lot of the time, if you are, if you're for myself, it's 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 just me on my own, uh, sort of on my own. But if you're looking at potentially what is considered a family sport, um, for example, you're you're potentially looking at anything between sort of forty, I think it's about forty five fifty pounds, um, for two adults, two two children, um, could be even more than that. I I, I um. Obviously, if it if it's changed, but I think that in terms of you doing that, maybe two or three times a month, it is a big outlay, um, and especially when you're looking at uh, um, especially when you're looking at from a point of view of wanting to become sort of a a tradition a tradition that you go and things like that, it 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 does lead to people sort of maybe picking and choosing meetings. Now. I do understand that you you're going to have to sort of put the prices up to to, to raise the quality of the product, and uh, again, it, it's something that we that that people more behind the scenes than I than than I would be um would would sort of do that um sort of cost effectiveness um checks, but it's it 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 just it it just leads to um you would rather have um for. for 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 example, you would rather have a hundred people at a hundred people at ten pounds than than fifty people at twenty pounds, um, and it, you would get more people through the door. You would get more word of mouth, things like that. If the the, the prices were slightly lower, um, so see it, it, you want you still want the best products for that as well. And I sometimes feel that Speedway, um, especially some tracks, don't provide that. Yeah, I I do agree with that. I think um, I don't know what it is now, but I think this was maybe twenty twenty two or twenty three. I remember talking about it on the podcast, so it was one of them years for sure. Um, I think if you work it out in the conversion rate at the time, I think an extra league match was about fourteen pounds, and I think at the same time it was maybe fifteen pounds to get into the championship match. So theoretically, you're paying a pound more to watch riders that. Probably half the level of rising Poland. I know it's it's a bit different because it's a completely different country and different financial climates and everything. But it does make you wonder sometimes. Um, I know that Poland have a lot more backing from you know the the government and everything, especially local governments. And uh, 
Yeah, I think a lot of promotions are probably a bit worried if they do bump the price down, how much of an effect it would have in a boost of attendance. Because you could put it down and only get maybe, it probably wouldn't be this many, but you maybe 10 more people. So you would lose mm-hmm. potentially a fair bit of money. Because, you know, I've done the kids to see that not every club wins at a profit every week. So you could be losing anyway and you've lost more. But it's one of them, you know, it could go either way. It would be nice to see. Um, I think Paul Bowen might have touched on it once before when he had his, um, his YouTube video of um, how to fix British speed, I think it was something like that. And, um, yeah, I do I do think perhaps the prices are a bit too high at certain certain clubs. Especially um, second division. I think you could probably make an argument now for the first division because it is. Um, we are getting a lot more top name riders. Um, but yeah, I, I'm. Again, I'm a bit indifferent in this one. I I wouldn't mind it being lowered. Maybe that's because I'm skint. So <laughs> you know, you never know. And um, yeah, what do you think, Greg? Yeah, I mean, the first few things that I, I sort of had to look bigger picture at this as you know, as if I was going to run a club and you know, and how I was going to get sort of Chris Holder and uh, and the Cooks all in, like in a team. But um, you know, uh, the first thing I looked at was sort of you know, obviously the cost, the amount of teams that were losing to, you know, potentially losing their stadium or or you know, just the, the cost of things just aren't viable. So I do kind of get it from you know the idea of of paying rent for a stadium, you know, especially. You know, thinking of of sort of some of the tracks that have, have shut recently. You know, actually, multi-venue sort of tracks, and you know, and and how much it must cost to to keep you know a venue like that running. Um, so I do tend to get it in that sense. Um, apart from that, the other thing, the only thing I wrote down was that I tend to agree. Um, you know, even you know riding in the championship with Paul. You know, one thing that I've been massively impressed with them um, is the price of their season tickets. So I've worked out that you know if you were to get an adult season ticket, you would save. I think approximately forty-one pounds. Yeah, if you were to go to all the meetings and, and yeah. play on the game. So you know, although you know, paying I think it's twenty pound a meeting at pool. Um, you know, that's that's. I mean, I I don't mind doing that week week in week out. And I know you know I'm I'm sort of quite lucky. Other people may look at that and go, do you know what? I, I can't afford that. But um, I do tend to agree that prices are quite high for the championship, as you say. Um, but at least clubs are trying to help out with things like season tickets. Absolutely, yeah. I, I I do want to, not that I'm tooting our own horn again because I do it quite a lot. But I do think the work season tickets are, are very good this year and they were last year as well. I have purchased one for 2023. Probably will purchase one for 24 as well. Um, but obviously it's it's not something everyone can do. I know that. And um, but yeah, I I do think perhaps you could look at either making the actual product a bit more worth its its price at some places. Yeah, agree. And definitely um. Just knocking a couple of quid off, maybe you know, it, it it would add up over maybe a few hundred people, potentially a thousand people or more. But then you know, it could also influence a couple more people to come along, and yeah, it, a couple of quid isn't that much. It does add up, like I've said, but mm-hmm. and I do, same thing. I do think the I do think there is a balance there to be had because obviously the, the way. The, the way that you would be looking at at the moment is you're potentially paying, for example, twenty pounds. You, you're paying, you, you're kind of paying that for what is essentially fifteen minutes of rate of of action, um, because obviously we're, we're some people maybe, but we're not all paying to look at tractors go round. 
Exactly. Um, yeah. So, 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 so the kind, there kind of needs to be some form of, um, there kind of needs to be some form of sort of, sort of um, middle ground, um, that we are getting value for money, um, and and if we are paying that, and, and it needs the, obviously the price is slightly high for what we're paying at the moment, um, which I think is, I think is true for many clubs, um, some, some you maybe are getting sort of the the value for money that you're paying, but. I think the vast majority, um, you, you're sort of turning up for, as I said, what what is essentially fifteen minutes of action, and you're 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 sort of paying, you're you're maybe paying sort of forty fifty quid for it if you've got if you've got a number of people going in, and to me to me in that sense it's it, it kind of too high at that point. I'd like to point out very quick the tractors are sometimes my favourite part. Depends what the well, score is, I think. Well, well uh, and I mean, that, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that might be might be true for pool actually. Yeah, well, some great tractor racing down there. Funny story. I saw two tractors crashing into each other at Wapington once and flooded the track. That was fun. We had the um, was it last? I think it was last season. We had the uh, back of a tractor like you know, as in like the grade fell off, didn't it? Yeah. Fell off, didn't it? And yeah, they yeah. they struggled to get it up. Then one, it was when there was two guys ran out and tried to lift it up. It was. It was one of my moments of the season. See, tractor racing isn't all that bad sometimes. That is value for money, I think. Exactly. Look at that. However, I am going to say I think we put admission prices in the bin. And, um, yeah, everyone gets in yeah. for free that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. If we look at it from, you know, I'm probably because of my love of Speedway, I think I'm, I'm happy to pretty much, um, don't tell Matt or Danny Ford, but I'm pretty much happy to pay anything. But um, you know, I I think if you were like a you know a new a new fan or a new family coming down to try it out, I think you'd look at that and go, would you actually get you know value for money? So yeah, I I, I agree with you there, Ken. Yeah. So well done, Mitchie. You are now one from one. Um, I do want to point out as well that doesn't go for every club. Some of you have nice yeah. tickets, but some of you just sort it out. Just sort it out, please. Might, might get an extra five people in. I might come down. Actually, to be fair, you probably would not want that. So keep it as it is. <laughs> Right, we're going to go to your um, your second question. Um, I still haven't really worked out how to word this properly, but let's say Speedway is going to be no more. It's going to explode and die. But you, and only you, have a time machine to watch one meeting again. And because you're an Edinburgh fan, we can all probably all work out what it is. But you're going to have to tell us anyway, what match would you watch one more time? So, yeah, as you said... I would not be a true Edinburgh, Edinburgh fan, and I'd probably be hung from the starting line at Armadale if I didn't point out the meeting that I would go back and watch would be the 2014 Premier League Grand Final second leg at Armadale versus Somerset. What a night. What a night. Going into Heat 12, absolutely no chance we were doing this. It was all over. 5-1. Three all five one. Pontus Aspirin bins it, tries to get a rerun, gets excluded. Bish bash bosh, done. I think our mate Jeff got involved somewhere, didn't he? I, I heard rumour says. I will not. Um, no comment, Your Honour. I, I, I'll not. I, yeah, I'll not make any comment because the court case might still be going on. <laughs> yeah. But, but, and- and just for you, Kane, um, didn't I say Craig could get a paid maximum that night? He did, and he's going to get plenty more in 2024, believe me. We'll just make Bachelor. Yeah, yeah, he, to, yeah, sure. Yeah. To be to be honest, the, the, one of the best first friends I've ever seen was Craig Cook 
in Heat 15. Um, had Morris um, on his outside from gate yeah. one. Pushed, pushed Morris and Asprin straight out to the fence. Masters underneath. Again, fish, bash, bosh. Absolutely done. beautiful. Tell you what, I'm the Even Edinburgh fan. I don't didn't particularly like him that much back then, and even I get chills when I watch that race. So, it's pretty good. So I'm just I'm just looking at the um the the like, score charts from that, and um you look at some of the like some of the riders there, and you wouldn't mind seeing them sort of ride for, you know, the championship or what or, or, or Premier League as it was then sort of teams now. Yeah. Got like like some of us that have Charles Wright, Nick Morris, um you know Todd Kurtz, what what rider, um. Edinburgh had Cook, Sedman, Frick, rudder replacements for Stevie Worrell, Sam Masters. Some great lineups there. Not even mentioned Derek Sneddon. <laughs> right, and Aaron Fox. Yeah. I think it's Aaron Fox, That's actually. Fantastic. All right. Some legends in there. But yeah, that, that meeting is a, a very special meeting for all Edinburgh fans. And yeah, it, I, I think it's definitely worth watching. It's, it's similar mm. to the, um, the Scunthorpe, Sheffield, oh, sorry, Scunthorpe Somerset final. I think that one goes down here because it was also, I think it was maybe 1.2 points in it. And you know, they are good to watch even for a neutral, even if it is Edinburgh, which isn't always the best track. But hey, I like big fast it was, ones. Yeah, it was, it was one of those means that the the first leg was down down at the oak tree um, on the, fr- the Friday night and then the second leg was back up us back, back up at, Tyn- at um, I just about said Tynecastle. That's lovely. Um <laughs> The, was back up at Armadale, um, second leg. So I had went down to the, um, the the first leg. Um, so we we had sort of been travelling back up overnight. So by the by by the the point of heat fifteen, I think everybody that had sort of been was was absolutely knackered. Yeah. Um. So obviously just having it. So there was a lot of confusion over what was going to happen. Um. And obviously the ref, <coughs> they, they, they announced that the referee had had awarded it. And it was just utter bedlam. Absolute limbs. Absolute <laughs> limbs. Yeah, so some way to win it as well. Yeah, that, that was it. Um, I think was it eight twelve? Um, Masters Masters had fell and lost an eight one, something like that. Um, yes, yeah, so he he uh he eleven. Um. Summers on a t- uh, summers on a t- um, the old style tacky ride. Yep. Um, Masters fell first bend. Um, we lost an eight one. And at that point, it was it was probably you just sort of think, oh, it's not our day, is it? You you, pro- you, you probably we we probably thought that that was it. Um, yeah. because the same two this the same two teams had done had done very similar the season before the season before, but Somerset mm. had had won it. So just just to have that was um. The, the the fight back in that in that team was unbelievable. Absolutely, I would say that is probably one of the best teams we've seen in the Premier League, and would argue maybe we've not seen one as strong since really. When you when you do think of you know Justin Sedgman at number two, he, he I mean he wasn't a number two back then really, especially at home when you got a maximum. So it says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Cook, I think Cook and Masters both out and out number ones, probably in their yeah, prime think... at that time as well. I, th- I think at the, the start of that season we had ha- we had Sedgman on, I think Sedgman was on a five, um, or some, something very close, yeah. four point something. Um, Warrell started the season on a three. Um, it was just a, just a a very strange season. Yeah, I I I didn't look forward to that team coming to Workington. 
I'll just I'll just say that much. Um, yeah. Anyway, that is a a very very good meeting. And once again, if you if you want to watch a meeting that is very very good to the very end, there's one for you. Um, back to your final nomination. Will it be positive? Will it be negative? Let's see. What is it? So, so I I have left the the, the big one that I thought. Um, I would say you've every, left the everybody best talks last. about. The best one, hundred percent, has been left till last. So, this is pre- this is always a thing between October and April, more so sort of the the, the winter period. But mm. it can happen over summer as well. And it is the, the the absolute plague that is announcements about announcements in Speedway. Why? Just if funny, you have the information to tell us all now, just tell us. We don't. It doesn't matter whether you want to wait until. Oh, wait until five o'clock, and we'll tell you now. It will tell you then. Well, that's in five hours. Just tell us now. It makes no sense, and I don't understand it. See the ones that get me. It's like when you tell us the day before. And you come at like, oh, you've got, got to come back at uh, 10 in the morning. When, but if, like, I'll use football as an example because I'm sure they do do sort of announcements of announcements, but it's maybe 10 minutes, something like that, or they'll just tell you. And another yeah. thing, when, um, if it's, it's usually about riders being signed, isn't it? We usually find out who they are well before it's actually announced because, um, Speedway is one of them spots where there's not many secrets that are kept for very long. So I, I, I also think that the, this is sort of come into one of my nominations now. I think it's you just announce everyone all at once with no no surprise, no waiting. Just tell them. I, I, I think announcements about announcements are fairly outdated I, I, now. And um, with, Yeah, with... I mean, I'm not a massive hater of sort of surprise announcements. Um, Edinburgh done that this year. Um, they just they they kind of just had just random type. So the, the some were very spaced out and other ones were very close. Yeah. But the 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 rider the riders in question had been um, as far as I'm aware signed well prior. Yeah. But they, they they did just sort of they did just sort of just release them um, every so often and not give any sort of announcements about announcements. They just said. This person's now signed. That's fine. Yeah, I, I understand. Obviously, that your 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 football example as well. You're it's more about sort of transfers and stuff like that. Yeah. But it'll normally be something that's like so. The difference I think there is the 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 sort of the admin teams for football clubs etc. They'll 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 try and link it to the person. Mm-hmm. So there'll be if there's an inside joke that the club know or something like that, they'll they'll, they'll kind of hint towards who it is they've signed. They, um, I don't very often see sort of come back here at five o'clock for an announcement. Yeah, exactly. It, it'll be, but it'll be something like it'll be sort of we're going to announce a signing in four minutes' time, but here's a hint as to who it is. It it, it adds a little bit more fun to it rather than just the. Announcement of an uh, announcement, and that's it. All the cheeky eye emoji with the writing down the piece of paper that always does it. I guess everyone going. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. I think that's the, the the moment where people just tip into Hulk mode um, and yeah. just destroy everything. It's um yeah it's uh it's something I'm I'm not too keen on. Like I said, especially with the 
with how social media's progressed in the past ten years or so, it's uh, like I said, everyone knows anything, everything anyway. Especially when you jump on the old Speedway forum, you can find about twelve riders in your team by about December. So, yeah, I think I think announcements about announcements need to be gone. Done about you, Craig. I'll let you jump in and see what your thoughts are. But I'm yeah, strongly I mean, behind this. Yeah, I mean, for, for me. It's a difficult one. So, so I, I quite like the, you know, the, as you said, like the football ones where, you know, it's like 10 minutes before or if there's a little bit of humour. I mean, using sort of football as an example, I mean, um, you know, a whole city have just sort of loaned Fabio Carvalho. They, they you know, sent a, a, they put a video out of like, uh, you know, was it Blind Date from like years ago? Yeah. With like with their faces on. And that, that's just like a bit of humour that, you know, I think is missing sometimes. Um, the ones that really get me is when they announce at like eleven o'clock to come back at seven o'clock the next morning. Um, they, those that, those used to really like you know who's got time you know in the morning to stop and have a look at social media you know to see who's who's time where. Um, yeah, I mean the only thing I can think of you know in the winter is you want to try and post as much as possible you know without going too over the top to try and keep sort of the interest in speedway alive over the winter. Um, and things like that, but yeah, I mean, I could beat around the bush as much as I like, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few things positive about it, you know, like drip feeding to keep your social media page active. You could just put anything out, really. You could have an interview with someone, you know, there's there's other ways you can do it. It's, um, yeah, I think we're both back in this, Mitchie. I think you've done all right there. You've got two out of three, um, and hopefully, this would hope to get, get a few teams to just, you know. Sort your tickets out. Sort your announcements out. We'll be golden. But... It's, it's, it's absolutely fine. If teams decide that they want to do something that's that's maybe re- relevant, not that to anyone actually listens to this anyway. Great, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway, uh, uh, well, that's my um, invite to come on again. Just ruined by yeah. saying that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, Don't worry. Nice to meet you. Duly noted. Anyway. Could you listen to it first, please, Mitch, and then come back? Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Thank you. Cheers. But before we let you go, we've got one more thing. Well, actually, two more things technically, but one more thing. Um, we need your your speed record, and as it stands, the live updates, which aren't live now because this goes out in about a week. Um, it's Tony Ricardson versus Barry Briggs currently, and Tony Ricardson is absolutely peeing it. Yes. So. Who do you want to put up against Tony Ricardson or potentially Barry Briggs with the comeback of all comebacks? But he's probably going to be Tony Ricardson. So, uh, so I've had a thought since we had the conversation about it last night. Um, so the person that I am looking to nominate um, still, to be honest, has... Um, I don't know why I double checked because it won't have changed since I <laughs> checked before we started. But you never know. Yeah, he he still has um, he still has four world championships to his name, um, and numerous numerous um, team honours, and. I'm also hoping to get Craig's vote because he also wrote for Pool. So, my nomination is Mr. Grin himself, Greg Hancock. Ooh. Ooh. That's now, you, a good... 
we did speak about this before, and he, he did mention Greg Hancock at all. So I'm I'm very pleased to see this another new name. Yes, that's a that's, that's that is a good shout, Mitchie. You can't complain. He, he did have the the longevity as well. I think it was um, he is the oldest world champion when he was about forty odd, and uh, always class really, wasn't he? Always. He's always he's always so likable that like, literally I I you know I'm I'm sure someone will, will probably pipe up now that I'm going to say this, but I don't think I've actually met someone that doesn't like him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and obviously when I was when I had the thought and and obviously went on just to have a look at his honours and things like that. As I said, he's still got he he's got the the four world world champions, but I think he was he was riding at a time where if he was riding now, for example, and still riding to the same ability, he he could have another three or four more. Um, just. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily. Maybe maybe not necessarily winning it sort of at a canter every year, but he he, he would still be there or there about yeah, um, his prime. He's. I I I, re- I really like this. You've you've surprised me and you've really pleased me with with uh, Lisa with Mitchie, but you're Mitchie, with Greg Hancock. So I I'd like this. I think it'll be good. Um, I did think Briggs would put up a bit more of a fight, but you know as. Craig shared it to a pool page, so a lot of people like him. Uh, I'm fairly certain you shared it. You shared uh, you shared it to a Swindon page as well, didn't you? Uh, no comment, Your Honour, but maybe. <laughs> and and at one point you said you you shared it to uh, New Zealand Speedway. That that one was a joke, but you know <laughs> I might have to now, so, to make it a little bit more competitive. Might say to Barry Briggs himself. I mean, <laughs> assuming that you know it is. I mean, either way, whether it's Briggs or Ricardson that go through, I think that's going to be a really good vote next week, especially. I've just looked at like the amount of people who have voted at the Briggs Ricardson one already. Um, I think you know. I think I just looked and it was like eighty nine percent to Ricardson, eleven percent to Briggs yeah. at time of recording. And um, I think it's going to be a lot closer. I, I think it's going to go down to sort of between five percent between them. We'll soon see. By the time this is out, you'll know. At the moment, I think with we don't. the I think with the the vote at the moment, I think that is sort of the kind of your recency bias. Um, yeah. Whereas this one, obviously, this one's still going to ha- going to have a recency bias, but it's not going to be as wide a gap, um, which 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 might make it a little bit closer. Definitely, definitely, it will be good. And before we let you go, we are just going to say uh, thank you for coming on because I know you've been pestering me for about a year <laughs> and a half now to to get back on round the boards whenever we're looking for a guest commentator, and I haven't been doing it deliberately, but um, it's good to have you back on. Uh, yeah, and you I, picked I a working think... rider, so you know it's even better. I, I don't think it's necessarily pestering. If oh no, it, slightly, it certainly is slightly pestering. Hint once a month. No, no, definitely pestering every day. You even turned up to me else three times. That's true. I promise. It's not. Well, didn't you send a plane with a banner around Kane's house once? Yeah. Woke me um... up in the middle of the night with an air horn. <laughs> he has been well and truly pestering me to come back on here. I don't think that was me, but if it was. Well, it was it. that dirty Ryan Mitchell. <laughs> anyway, that is that is all we've got today. It's a slightly shorter episode than um, I think both of them, possibly. We'll see. But around 40 minutes, so it's a similar time. You'll get over it if it's a couple of minutes short. Um, next week, we will hopefully, we haven't arranged it yet, hopefully have um, someone from Peterborough on. Ooh. Maybe known in the spot as Pink Gloves, if you know who he is. If you don't, then you'll just have to wait and see. Um, thank you, Craig. 
Thank you, Kane. Thank you, Mitchie. Thank you, Ryan. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.